Hi, and welcome to Wild and Woke Podcast, where every Monday we talk true crime, conspiracies, paranormal phenomena, and everything weird or unexplained. We're your hosts. I'm Caroline. And I'm Susan. And here we go. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Great. I mean, I'm good. I'm speaking for Susan. Wow. I'm like, we're great. (laughs) We're great. (laughs) No, I'm good. Good. It's nice to meet you both. You Thank too. You. Having me on. Definitely. Um, okay, so before we do anything, I want I don't watch The Bachelor. Susan okay. doesn't watch The Bachelor. I don't watch The Bachelor either. Okay. But a new season just started yesterday, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's yep. The Bachelor or The Bachelorette? It's The Bachelor. That okay, started do you, yesterday. Do you only do The Bachelor or do you do The Bachelorette too? I do anything in that franchise. So Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, whatever ABC's putting out, I'm watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I just have a few questions. So is sure. it too late? Is it too late to get started if I want to like get into The Bachelor? If I start this season, I can still like know what's going on. Yeah, it's never too late. So um yeah, I would say if you wanted to start, you can start. I mean, a lot of times they bring in, like, whoever they're going to make The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, they bring in a person that's been on a previous season. But this would actually be a good place for you to start because Matt James, the new Bachelor, has never been on the show before. Okay. So he is tied to the franchise and that his best friend was a runner-up on a previous season of The Bachelorette. And he kind of gain some fame from that so hmm. yeah a pretty boy yeah yeah uh, see I just yeah that's not my most thing. of them most of them are <laughs> I most think that's of them why are. I think that's why I've never really been interested because not once have I looked at the man and been like oh yes him mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah they're all very like clean cut they're like, nice they're good looking dudes yeah. don't get me wrong mm-hmm. it's just like they're very they're very much like 80s movie rich boy pretty boys <laughs> yeah they are and so like with the bachelor franchise it's like i enjoy watching it but i also hate it at the same time it's a love hate there's a lot of things wrong with it that i call out and critique as do many other people that watch the show and podcast about it um but yeah it's like it is a pretty ridiculous show for the most part See, that's kind of the only way I can watch things like that is if I'm just like straight up making fun of it the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Like if yeah, I Yeah, that's kind of what I don't we know do. The name of the show. What's the nature guy? His name's like Bear something. Bear oh, Grylls. Yeah. Bear Grylls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I cannot if that show is on even in the background, like if I hear it out of the just like peripheral hearing I will immediately just start roasting him. Just it's like a natural reaction to his voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which yeah, that's pretty much like all <laughs> all reality TV for me is like that. It's like there's always those elements you can make fun of. Which or most of it is what you can make fun of. <laughs> yeah. When you're like doing a Bachelor episode, because you put it out the next day, right? Yeah. Yeah. So are you recording <laughs> it's while it's happening? No. So while the show is on, I'm usually taking notes either on my phone or if I if I have the chance to get my laptop out, I will. That's usually easier because I can type faster on the computer. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I'm taking notes while I'm watching the show. And I have a 10 month old son who makes that very challenging. (laughs) So and I have two dogs, too. So it's like always chaos. And I have to pause it a lot. Mm -hmm. And but then that's okay because then I can fast forward the commercials for the most part. Um, True. Yeah, but yeah, I'm always taking notes while I'm watching the show, and now I've I've gotten in like a, a the swing of things where I like okay, I kind of know the the way that it's gonna play out and the setup of the show, so I'm like, all right, we got to focus on this, this, and this, and then I take the notes, and then we stay up very late after our son goes to bed to record our episodes. <laughs> but your husband helps you. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, that is super awesome. Is he part of the pod? Is he part of everything? Yeah. So he is part of 
for sure the bachelor and pop culture stuff that I do. Um, previously, when I first started the podcast, I had my sister on for a lot of the paranormal episodes that I was doing. Um, but she is a teacher. So her schedule is just like very busy all the time. Yeah. Um, so now I'm kind of shifting into um, having my husband kind of be like a regular. I, I'm not going to call him a co-host, but <laughs> but but, you know. A regular collaborator. A, reg- a regular guest. Um, yeah, you don't need that level of commitment yet. I mean, yeah. you're already married. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, he'll be joining me for more paranormal normal episodes, I think, in the future. And then I'm going to start bringing guests on and do more collaborations because that's really fun. That's what I love about, you know, after starting the podcast. It's like I've met so many people and that yeah. I would never talk to if I hadn't started. So I love that. Yeah, the podcasting community is really awesome with collaborations because you don't have to do it just in your genre. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we're doing a collab with you and you do Bachelor stuff and then we're doing one Mm -hmm. next in two weeks, I think, with like a lifestyle um, podcast, which will be really fun. So, yeah, it's a good community. Yeah, it's been great. Do we all have our own ghost stories? I do. I, I have one. Okay. You would think I'd have more because I'm really into ghosts and creepy stuff, but I really only have one true story like that I've experienced. Okay. I have one like solid ghost story, ghost story, and then we can also kind of talk about my house if we want to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's an old house, right? Yeah. It was built in 1926. Oh. So it's, got, it's got some it's baggage. Got, it's got some years on it. <laughs> That's really <laughs> cool. I definitely wouldn't call it like a ghost story. So, but we can definitely talk about kind of what I've, what I've experienced here. Yeah. Um, do you want to go first, Abby? Sure. I will. Um, okay. So, uh, this is on my honeymoon actually. So we went to Las Vegas, which is not really like a traditional honeymoon spot. (laughs) Um, I feel like that's a little bit of your personality. (laughs) Yeah, we wanted to do something different. And um, and it's funny because we're both not big partiers or drinkers anymore. Like I don't drink anymore. Um, But back then I did. And like back then we were like into, you know, the, the whole scene of Las Vegas. And we had always wanted to go there. So that's why we chose that spot for our honeymoon. And we were there for a while. I think we stayed for like six days, which is way too long to stay in Las Vegas, let me tell you, it it was long and it was hot. And by the end of that, I was like, so ready to get out of there. Um, (laughs) But we tried to mix it up by going on like different sightseeing things. um, And not just like, you know, hanging by the pool and going out that we did that too. And like gambling and stuff. But uh, we decided to go on a ghost hunt. Now, this is, of course, all my idea. So I had seen on an episode of ghost adventures, they went to a place called the pioneer saloon, which is Mm -hmm. kind of 20 miles, maybe even more outside of the city. It's pretty much in the middle of nowhere. And coincidentally, I had seen that episode, like right when we were planning our trip and I was like, I want to go to this place. This looks cool. I wonder if they do like ghost tours or whatever. Uh, So I looked it up and they did, and I signed us up. And so the day comes that we're going to go on this ghost hunt and we had to meet at one of the other hotels and like wait for a van to pick us up. (laughs) Which has to be the moment that you're like, am I going on a ghost tour? Am I potentially being kidnapped? (laughs) Yeah. It was kind of sketchy looking back. (laughs) Just happy to be here. Yeah, Yeah. We were, we were happy to be there. It was, and the hotel we were waiting in was even like super creepy. It was like, really old and looked kind of abandoned. Um, So that was just another bizarre thing. And oh, by the way, this was almost seven years ago now. We got married in 2014. So it was a while back. Um, And so we're waiting to get picked up. And this woman comes in and she's like, oh, it's just you two. Like this whole setup is just like seems like a horror film. And we're like, yeah. And I'm like, well, it's just us. And she's like, all right, I guess we'll just wait a few more minutes and see if anyone else shows up. And then we'll head out to the desert. 
I'm like, okay. Um, so it was just this woman and who was like the tour guide and then the driver and his name was Ruben. And the only reason I remember that is because he was like shouting his name to try to get the ghosts to say his name <laughs> when we got to the actual place we were going. So that was really something. Um, but then we get out there and like, like, it was pretty cool. I feel like I need an example of how he was yelling. I feel like I need you to do oh. that. Oh, I will. I will get to it. I will She's get like, to it. We will get there. <laughs> oh, yeah. We will get there. So we get out there and it's like, it's like kind of like a bar and a little general store. And it was, there was really not a lot of people out there. I mean, this, this was really like middle of nowhere type situation, middle of the desert. And we go in and I think we had like a beer and we just like, then they started the tour and part of the tour was inside where supposedly there had been a lot of shootings, like a lot of like old Western style, you know, conflict went down, I guess, like, you know, like a movie pretty much like they were playing poker and like people would cheat and then they would just like kill each other over the game. I still um, think it's crazy that people lived like that, that that was like a thing that was a norm. Yeah. So how Las Vegas pretty much <laughs> I've never been there. I don't know. <laughs> In my head, that's kind of how it is. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Wild West. Um, but yeah, it really was like that. And you could still see like the bullet holes in the wall, which was pretty creepy. Um, and then also Carol Lombard, who was a famous actress in like the 1940s, I believe. She actually died in a plane crash right outside of the like the area that we were in the the pioneer saloon and they had, I think brought her body back there after they recovered stuff from the crash. So they have pictures of her like all over the place. And she said to haunt the, the women's bathroom. So when I went in there, I was <laughs> to use the bathroom. I was like, Carol, are you in here? <laughs> I was, oh, I was a little freaked out, but it, it really wasn't that bad. It definitely just felt like an old, old, building you know a very historic feeling um but the sighting of the ghost that i encountered didn't even happen until the outside part of the tour so there was a couple other kind of like rundown buildings and structures around the area and they had brought us just like to walk around and then there was some area that they said that someone got possessed over there and they're like do you want to walk over there and i was like i think i'm good <laughs> i would have said yes avoid possession. <laughs> Just that smart. I'm not trying to get possessed on my honeymoon here. Like, <laughs> this is supposed to be all fun, you know? So it wasn't until we were walking and um, we were on, like, a, a dirt road, pretty much. And they were like, oh, you know, there have been sightings of shadow people and, you know, figures, apparitions on this road. So just, like, keep an eye out if you see anything because it happens a lot. And so... I, of course, was, like, open to seeing a ghost, and I wanted to. I just didn't think that I actually would. <laughs> and like that's how it always goes. Yeah, like, like I was excited about it, but I was really, like, I'm probably not going to see anything. Kind of like when you – I don't know if you you all have ever been on, like, a, a celebrity tour, and, like, if you've ever been to Hollywood, they do, like, TMZ tours where you go on a bus and they try to – you know, go around and find celebrities. I've never <laughs> been. I've never been. I've never been yeah. over to that side of the country. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I haven't really been that many places, but I've been to California probably the most of anywhere. So I've I've done many of those like TMZ tours, and I'm always like, maybe this is the time I'm going to see a celebrity, but I never do. I've literally never seen anyone. And I I feel like they make it seem like you see a celebrity every single time, or like multiple celebrities. Yeah. They always like hype you up like, oh, this is a perfect time of day to go. They're really out and about, you know, shopping or doing whatever like, at this time. Like animals like this is <laughs> close to feeding time. We're here at a good moment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. Every time I've met a celebrity, it's been like the most random place, like not yeah, that you would be looking for celebrities. Yeah. And that's kind of how I think it is with ghosts. Like. You know, I really, I really was not expecting to see anything that out of the ordinary when I went on this ghost hunt. So what happened was we were walking on this dirt road and all of a sudden I looked over and I saw like a mist, but it was the shape of a person and it was walking like 
I know listeners can't see my arms, but it was like, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was like I doing a motion. <laughs> it was like this. <laughs> I feel like we need to record just that part. <laughs> no just screen grab that. Like, <laughs> yeah, like. It was like, like, you know, like if you find like a murder scene and the outline yeah. of the person was like, it was like that. It was like their arms were in that position and, it, but it was the shape of a person, but it was a mist. It was a white mist. And it, I mean, it was like, unlike anything I'd ever seen before. So I knew like that was something, um, it was not a fog. It wasn't like you know, when someone's doing laundry and like the smoke, the dryer slint or whatever, (laughs) the mist, it wasn't like that. Um, It was similar in the way that it was that color, but it wasn't like, it was like really in the shape of a person. So um, yeah, I was pretty scared. I grabbed my husband's arm. I was like, oh my God, Aaron, did you see that? And he's like, oh no, like, of course he didn't see it. So (laughs) he's probably not even looking for ghosts. Jeez. No, no. He was just like along for the ride, you know, which is what he is. He is in life with me (laughs) for the ride of the weirdness that I put him through. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. So that was that. And like, then the part with, with Ruben, our driver after all of this, now I had already, that was enough for me. I was like, okay, I saw a ghost. I, we saw some bats flying around. I was like, this is enough. This is, I think I'm done for the day, but no, there was more. We, we went back to the, the like saloon part and they have us in a, a, like a separate room where somebody did get murdered in that room, like back in the old Western days. And they were going to do a seance sort of a thing. So they like turn the lights down and they give you like little ghost meters and these like sticks that, um, they cross if like the energy manipulates them. Dousing rods. Dousing rods. Yes. And so we have pictures of like us holding these sticks and like with our little, you know, electromagnetic readers and all of that. And we were, we had to like control ourselves from laughing because the Ruben guy, he was just like screaming with the sticks and he was like, well, then we did, we did like an EVP, like we were trying to get EVPs and he was like screaming into the device and he was like, say Ruben. (laughs) Ruben. That was amazing. So worth the wait. (laughs) Wait, was Ruben part of the ghost thing or was he just, he was just along for the... He was the driver that he just, but he participated, like, he was our driver, but he, like, wanted to be a part of it, so they're just like, sure, Ruben, you can join us. So, yeah, that's crazy. I know, so we still, like, you know, quote that to this day, like, anytime we... Well, we watch paranormal shows quite a bit, but if it if it comes up like anything about that specific place, we're always like, "Say, Ruben." <laughs> <laughs> so, did you get anything on the EVPs? I don't think we did. No, it was kind of a letdown. But but I saw, you know, I had seen enough. I had seen what I believe to be a ghost, so I'm like, I'm satisfied with this. Right, <laughs> that's amazing. That's way more than I've ever seen on an official ghost tour. <laughs> yeah. And that's really the only ghost tour I've really like official one I've ever gone on. So I guess I got lucky. (laughs) You did. I feel like you did. Cause you, when you go on those, you're not expecting, I mean, like, of course you're looking around, but you're not like expecting anything. Mine was actually on a ghost tour too. Um, it was in St. Augustine. Okay, cool. Yeah. I guess I'm just going to tell my story. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I want to hear it. Um, it was our first year of marriage anniversary. I don't know why I just did that. I don't know why I just said it like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we wanted to go to St. Augustine and we did the same thing. We stayed for way too long. We stayed like six days and mm-hmm. I'm a huge planner, but my husband, he's not super into planning. So he didn't want to schedule things out because he's like, well, I don't know how we'll feel. Mm-hmm. But we were getting really bored. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, I want to do a ghost tour. And he knows I'm into weird shit, like yeah. conspiracy <laughs> theories and ghosts. And he's like, uh, these are going to, it's like we're going to pay this amount of money and it's going to be horrible. But we did it. Um, and we couldn't go till like nine o'clock at night. And we met at a strip mall. And this woman mm-hmm. had like the smallest, it was literally you walked in and you could not fit five people in this room. And that's the oh whole, my gosh. that's the whole 
office. And so we walked in and people start, <laughs> people start piling in and oh, it's no. hot. There's no air in oh, there. No, no. There's like oh, 10 of us. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's like 10 of us in this little room. And then she walks in and I, I don't know if this was like a setup and she does this every single time, but there was somebody in the group that was like, Hey, I recognize you. Aren't you a medium? And she was like, yeah, I don't really like to talk about it. And immediately I was like, all right. So this You're person. You're like, oh, but you do like to talk yeah. about it, don't yeah. you? <laughs> so I was like, okay, so this is like a friend of yours who comes along on every tour. Mm-hmm. Um, so then she started talking about it, even though she didn't want to. <laughs> and, and she. And here's my card, but I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, don't get me wrong. She was really awesome and I think I think she did have some capabilities but she she could have played it a different way so Mm -hmm. she explains where we're going to go and what we're going to do and she hands us all a little um pendant they're all different and they're all like a attached to a leather thing and she says tie this somewhere on you somewhere where it's not going to like fall off while you're walking and she's like if I were you I would nod it like four or five times and so I put mine on my belt no I put mine on my backpack and my husband put his on his hat I think I'm not sure um so then we all get in this bus and we go to the first place and she's just kind of talking to us about what types of spirits there are um a little bit more about what she's capable of (laughs) even though she didn't (laughs) want to talk about it right (laughs) Um, and we get to this well and she sets up like toys like a bouncy ball and a doll um and like a noise making toy and then an EVP thing. And she has us all stand in a circle. And um, oh my gosh, I'm trying to remember. It's been so long. She had somebody act. Oh, yeah. She had somebody act really crazy to see because it was two kids that supposedly haunted this area. And so she had somebody act really, really silly. And she had everybody in the group do it. But the last person that did it, as he was acting silly, his pendant flew off of his belt loop oh my god like he had nodded it five times because mm-hmm. we all stood there and like watched each other do it and like flew off of his belt loop and at that point I'm like it's haunted up in here <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. real my husband's like I was probably doing he always has some kind of like logical explanation and I looked at him I said let me have this <laughs> <laughs> like let me have this moment yeah let me wow abs- there's more but that's absolutely crazy mm-hmm. um and she did the EVP and I want to believe those mm-hmm. so bad but mm-hmm. hers was like an app oh yeah those are <laughs> yeah. hard to think about that this is like mm-hmm. It's like the it's like the ghost photography app. Like there's a whole app for taking pictures that look like they have weird like figures in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure if I really trust all of that. I've had a few or tried a couple different of those ghost apps. It's never like the best ones that are out there, and they're very clearly like fake. <laughs> yeah, and I mean we heard kids' voices and um we heard excuse me one man's voice repeatedly but it's mm-hmm. it's like cross radio waves so mm-hmm. it, it's just I, I didn't really oh, believe was that it, was that a, was she doing EVPs or was it a spirit box oh you know what that's a, that sounds like a spirit box mm-hmm. spirit box that, yeah that's what it was those are fascinating to me I don't mm-hmm. I can't I think I would have to like try it myself to know whether or not I felt like it was just being manipulated mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. So we did that. And then we went to um, a few other locations. It was really just she was showing us like really, really old historical houses. Um, one of them, she had us like go look in the window. She showed us a picture that another um, tour person had taken years ago. And it was like a person in the window. So we all went and looked in the window. At that point, like, I'm still thinking about the pendant. I'm still, like, <laughs> talking to my husband nonstop about it. And he's like, I can't believe I decided to do this. It's, like, <laughs> 1 o'clock in the morning. And she talked so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we were at one location, we were there for probably, like, an hour. 
wow. with her like talking and man, you know manipulating things. So we get to this last place, and it's the actual lighthouse in St. Augustine, which is supposedly mm-hmm. the most haunted part of St. Augustine. We couldn't go in because they do their own ghost tours. Um, but we sat at the park across the street and it's 3 a.m. The like best time. <laughs> and she has us all go off on our own. She said that one tree in the park has a ton of energy surrounding it. And she's like, just walk around and see if you can like feel the energy and then come back and I'll tell you which tree it is and we'll see who's right. So we did that. Um, she gave us. Maybe maybe it was the EVPs at this point. She gave us each something like a meter. Is that what the EVP is? An EVP is usually like a you use a digital voice recorder, and it's like the the electronic voice phenomenon is like when you record it and you don't hear anything, mm-hmm. but when you play it back, it's recorded. Like I guess the theory is that it can somehow interact with the device, even though you can't actually audibly hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't remember what she gave us, but let's, yeah, anyway, so she gave us something. We all went around and did that, came back and sat at the picnic table. I didn't get the tree right that I thought had all the energy. I, like, went up to it and touched it. I was really <laughs> into it at this point. <laughs> I, like, touched the tree. I was like, speak to me, spirit. <laughs> I You're meditating really, on each tree. <laughs> yeah, meditating on each tree. I was also, um really stoned at this point my husband was like <laughs> I was just about to say and you were how high <laughs> well my husband was like the chaperone so I was gonna have have a good time yeah yeah um so we all go sit back on the at the picnic table she gives us our dowsing rods um and there's she brings out the toys again like dolls and we each have our little pendant thing and I've never used those rods before Mm-hmm. So I don't really, I still don't even really know how they work. You said it's like energies crossing, moving them. It's a, yeah. So it's like spirits are supposed to be able to manipulate the, they're usually made out of copper, I mm-hmm. believe. Cause it's, that's like can conduct energy the best. So mm-hmm. whatever electromagnetic energy or whatever spirits are made of, is, are they're supposedly able to like manipulate those pretty easy. But it's also like you have to think about the very subtle movements that the human is making when they're holding them that could also potentially cause them to like move around different ways and stuff. But they also oh. use dowsing rods to find wells. What? Really? I didn't know that. Pretty accurately, actually. Wow. Believe it or not. That is That's crazy. Cool. I feel like you always have such a random fact and I love that yeah. about you. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what she told us. She's a trove of useless trivia. (laughs) (laughs) She said that the the rods, you know, there was human error. So she made us Mm -hmm. like put our arm, our had them in our hands. Mm -hmm. Again, the listeners (laughs) can't see what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) We had them in our hands, and she had us like put our forearms and our hands all on the table. So there was really no like shaking. There Mm -hmm. was still wiggle room, but there was no shaking. Um. And then she said, just talk to the spirits. There was a little girl, a little boy, and um, an old man. I think he was like an old lighthouse keeper. And so I started talking to the little girl, and my thing started moving. Wow. Like, a lot. And you know that you weren't doing it. It was like. Yeah, I know I wasn't doing it, because I was, like I said, I was really fucking into it at this point. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I was invested. Mm-hmm. And my husband was right there next to me and he even, and he's, he's such a skeptic person. He was like, that's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Cause they were, I mean, I, every time I would say, I would say like point one rod to the doll and that like one rod would go to the doll and I'd say, um, cro- make an X and they would make an X. And then I'd say point both rods to the doll and they'd both point to the doll. Wow. And then I said, um, I said the other little boys, the, boy's name and I said point to the little boy and it pointed to the guy diagonal from me wow and I just got chills like as that was happening just I felt like I'm not doing this nobody Mm -hmm. else's rods are moving Mm -hmm. this the one I'm the one I have so then I was like the the medium said that she was attracted to me because I was on the edge of the table and I was right next to her doll that she wanted to play with which kind of creeped me (laughs) (laughs) 
It just gives you that like feeling like something's up behind you and like it just gives you the shivers, right? Like, ugh. It was definitely um, strange. And then we started mm-hmm. to do our pendant. I think that's what they're called. Pendulum. I don't know if pendulum, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, you know, put your arm down, make sure that you're not like wobbling and just hold it still. And if there's an energy or something, I'm trying to remember what she's telling me if there's an energy around it'll start to move you can you can say you know move it counterclockwise clockwise and I did it and every single time it would literally stop and spin the other way like I've never had anything like that happen to me before that's pretty cool it is it was awesome and um another a guy kind of down at the other end of the table had that same experience but it was with the older man like the old lighthouse keeper um I don't know. And that was pretty cool. And then as we're leaving, yeah. it's like 4 a.m. This is a very long tour. That was like seven is. hours long. I mean, it was definitely worth the money. I got it yeah. on. I think I actually got it on Airbnb because that's who we did our cool. stay through. And they kind of have experiences you can do. And she had five yeah. stars, like over hundreds of ratings. So anyway, she yeah. was awesome. As we're leaving. Oh, OK. Let me backtrack a little bit. When we get to the park. She tells us, don't go over by the trash cans. And, of course, my husband's like, why? Well, clearly that's where I need to go. Right. (laughs) You know, what's by the trash cans? Why can't I go over there? And she's like, it's dark over there. Like, the energy is very dark over there. And so my husband's like, well, I'm going to go over there. (laughs) Of course. And (laughs) And he, like... Like, is, he's just messing with her, seeing if, like, it's real, if she's, if it's just fake. And as we're leaving, he's still kind of, like, talking to her a little bit about it. And she says, if you really want to know what's over there, I have a picture that I took. She said, I come out here sometimes because I'm a medium. Uh, one night I was out here at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning by myself. <laughs> and she said she just, she just felt this wave of, like, dark energy come towards her and she turned around and she snapped a picture and let me fucking tell you I'm have chills thinking about it the picture on her phone it was insane you saw the trees everything looked super normal and then in the trees there's these like red eyes oh my god and (laughs) I mean like I have chills it's mothman (laughs) it's mothman thinking about that ghost picture app yeah, you know, and that could be the case, but we were mm-hmm. already so deep into this. Oh, yeah. And my husband at this had point, kind of, she got you. <laughs> oh, yeah. And my husband at this point, like the super skeptic he is, he saw the dowsing rods and he was like, all right, like there's some energy. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say it's a ghost. Mm-hmm. He's like, there's some energy. So he was a little freaked out too. But, and then we all got in the van and that was it. But it was awesome. I gave her five stars. I was like, I don't know if this is real. I want to think it is. Yeah. But you did an awesome job. Mm-hmm. If this was fake, you did an awesome job. <laughs> if it's fake, you're an excellent fake. Well yeah. worth the experience. <laughs> but so I didn't see anything. But, but you felt it. I and that's felt like, it. yeah, that's big too. Because I've yeah. been in places where I felt things too. It's it's just, yeah, it's, it's hard to like explain that to someone else because you know it's so real what you felt, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, that's yeah. something we always say. Like, if someone comes to us and says they've had this experience, who are we to say that mm-hmm. it's yeah. not real? Because we weren't there. So, yeah, I, mean, I can question the, I can question the elements of it. I can, like, you know, try to go back and say, could it have been something like this? Could it have been that? But at the end of the day, the experience is the experience. Yeah, and you can't quantify it. It just, yeah. it exists. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right, let's hear your story. So mine, it, mine was weirdly kind of, it was on a tour, but it wasn't a ghost tour at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in a historic house that's here in my hometown. And at the time, I don't, I guess the preserve, we have a preservation league that is basically just a, you know, community group that tries to restore and maintain historic buildings. And my dad was on their board and they were, Using they we did a historic home tour every year for Christmas. So the houses are always, you know, totally decked out in Christmas decorations. And it's was their kind of big fundraiser. So 
I was doing um, the way we had it set up. You didn't actually like get walked through the houses. People basically, it was just kind of a show up when you show up. And we had people set up in various parts of the house to make sure that, you know, if people had questions or whatever, there was something interesting to point out. So this house is called the Swenson house. It's the family that um, built it and lived in it. And I want to say it was built in the mid 1800s, but I would have to look. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, I would have to look and I can and look at, see exactly when it was built, but it's a, I mean, it's a very historic home here in town. So I was on the second, when you walk in the front door, it has kind of what you imagine of like the grand staircase that has like Mm -hmm. the fishtail shape. Mm -hmm. So when you walk in the door, that's what you see. And I was just upstairs. There's like two bedrooms upstairs, kind of on, as you walk up on the left side. And I was just kind of hanging out in that area. And we had had a bunch of people in and out. And then I don't know if you guys have ever done stuff like that, but sometimes like all of a sudden it's just like, it will be just be suddenly quiet. Like they've had tons mm-hmm. of people. And then all of a sudden at the same time, everyone just sort of goes away. Yeah. So it was really, really quiet. And I was just kind of wandering around looking at stuff. And I caught, I was actually in the bedroom. That's like, if you walk up the stairs and turn left, there's a bedroom. That's the first one. And I was in that bedroom and I just kind of caught movement out of the corner of my eye. Mm. And so I walked out thinking somebody might've come up the stairs that I didn't see and gone the other direction. And initially I didn't see anybody. And then I looked towards the stairs and there was someone going down the stairs. And I said, Oh, I'm sorry. You know, did you have any Mm -hmm. questions? And she didn't react. And I kind of, she was kind of like, she's moving down the stairs and I'm moving out of this bedroom all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I kind of took a couple of steps towards the stairs and I realized she's not there anymore. Oh my God. I didn't see, I didn't like have that experience where you like see it, like just vanish. Mm-hmm. It was just like, she was moving like where, like she would have like been, I guess maybe out of my line of sight. But then she should have still been either on the stairs or just like, you know. Yeah, like she wouldn't have disappeared that quickly from where she was. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And I I remember just kind of saying, and this is years ago, I was probably 12 or 13. And I remember for a second, I just kind of stood there like, what the hell just happened? (laughs) And I remember trying to figure out what about that was weird, because strangely the fact that she was just gone wasn't actually the first thing that hit me the first thing that hit me was I realized I couldn't hear her moving mm. Oh, yeah. like I there was no sound and then I started and I mean all of this is happening in like this fast <laughs> like, yeah like a second fingers mm-hmm. um and then I start trying to like immediately think what did she look like mm-hmm. because I immediately want to know can I just, can I like find this person in historical pictures? Oh yeah. This is where my head was when I was 13. Mm -hmm. So I remember, I'm going to tell the story this way because my dad remembers this one way and I remember it another way. And who the hell knows? (laughs) (laughs) You know, sometimes with memory stuff, it's like, I mean, we remember, he doesn't, he does not remember me coming to find him in the kitchen to tell him I had just seen a ghost. I absolutely remember that happening. And the other part of it that I remember is that his, um, a good friend of his, who was also part of that group, came into the kitchen about the time I did, but from the other direction and described seeing the same thing. Oh. Just from a different angle. Like we didn't see each other, but he also was saying he saw a woman that looked. I don't remember. I don't really remember how I described it. I don't remember how much detail I gave immediately or if it was just like, I just saw a person that vanished. Yeah. Was she, do you, so you don't remember like if she was in like old timey clothing or like, you know, it was pretty hard to tell. A dress is what I remember, but I, and, and maybe, um, maybe a dress that would have fit the period. I kind of remember mm-hmm. her having sleeves and the dress being long. Cause that's what I was thinking. Like I should have been able to hear that dress touch the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and her hair up like yeah. in a bun maybe or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, 
And I, she had, to me, it was like, after I thought about it, it was like, she was like, oh, the house looks so pretty, all dressed up for mm-hmm. Christmas. And she was just mm-hmm. like walking down her own stairs, like, like just like, so satisfied and admired yeah. everything. Like Aww. maybe just feeling the energy of there being, you know, kind of a Christmas party atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we did go through and find some pictures. And while I didn't see her face, I definitely, the woman, the Mrs. Swenson definitely could have been like mm-hmm. she was petite, you know, kind of the right size. Mm-hmm. Looking at the pictures, I was like, mm-hmm, yeah, I mean, I don't want to say, yeah, absolutely. But my instinct was that it was her mm-hmm. because of the feeling that I had of her just being so like proud of her house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Happy to see that there was joy and people and having maybe, a nice time. You know, I always wonder decorations if it was the Christmas that. decorations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I'm sure they had parties like that in that house. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a, you know, kind of a society house. So yeah. I just, it, it, and it's like y'all said, it was more the feeling of it. I mean, yeah, I saw her, but it was like, that's not really what I most remember, remember mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. What I most remember is that instant of going, oh shit, I just saw something. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. um, and they wow. do, so the, the people who, I guess, have control of that house now, I don't know who owns it. But they do events there all the time. And I was so bummed that this year COVID made me not get to go to their Halloween event. But they do tons of events and stuff like that. And I actually have another friend who had, she didn't see anyone, but she had kind of a similar experience um, with the impression of someone who was very happy in that house and comfortable and just that pride, I guess. Well, that's good. I, I like to hear a happy ghost story. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. That's awesome. That's, yeah, that's really cool. I believe you. I for sure think that you saw something. And especially I you say that, that like that like psychic knowing feeling that you had. There's yeah. that like that instant knowing that you think that's what you saw. Yeah. It was unless that was kind of it was just like a oh. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't I wasn't scared at all. I mean, I don't even mm-hmm. think my brain had a had time to process fear because it was just mm-hmm. like, well, that's weird. Yeah. Oh no, that's weird. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, cool. I always, I always think that if I saw a ghost, I wouldn't be scared, but I had something, um, maybe like six months ago, my, my grandpa who I'm very close with died, but he died in 2016. But I think about him a lot. And I don't know if maybe, Rich says I was thinking about him before I went to sleep, but I like woke up and I felt like I was awake and I looked over and by my bed, I saw him and like this outfit he always used to wear. And I like grabbed Rich and looked over at him and then I looked back and he was gone. Mm -hmm. And Rich was like, well, it's because it's just a dream. Like you thought about him before you went to sleep, but it just felt so real to me. Yeah. I mean, and who knows? That's Mm kind of like that. I'm going to be a Potter nerd for a minute. Everybody okay. just go along. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like the part in Harry Potter where Dumbledore has, he does like the Obi-Wan Kenobi moment with him. Mm-hmm. And he says something like, how do I know this isn't just all in my head? And Dumbledore says, well, of course it's all in your head, but what, why, or how do I know this is real? How do I know it's not just all in my head? And Dumbledore says, well, of course it's in your head, but why on earth would that mean it's not real? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like what, what makes something real versus not real? Yeah. Yeah. Because like dreams feel real all the time. So who's to say that's not just another dimension that you're in, that you're really experiencing those things. uh, I'm a huge believer of that being the thing that happens. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) Man, I love ghost stories. I love personal Mm -hmm. ghost stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun. I'm so glad we all had one. I, I mean, like yeah. I said, we can talk about this house. Um, I, it's like I said, it's almost a hundred years old. Yeah. Um, the only what I've experienced in this house is mostly smells. Mm. Um, cool. when I first like the first probably four or five days that I was here full time, like in the house, furniture was here, sleeping here, I had a cologne smell that would show up, and wow. It, 
that was really when I very first moved in was the only time that it was really like noticeable. I've what smelt- type of like was it an old cologne? Was it like a old man cologne? Rue twenty one. I mean, like <laughs> it smelled. I mean, I couldn't. I can't identify it. It's nothing that I can be like. I mean, look, I'm a '90s girl. If it was Eternity for Men, I could tell you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's um. It just smells masculine. Like it almost could be, it might be aftershave. It might not even really mm-hmm. be cologne. It could be like aftershave. It just has that like kind of clean, but um, I don't know, heavy scent mm-hmm, yeah. that masculine yeah. colognes and stuff have, soaps even. Yeah. Um, and the first, the first like four or five days, I noticed it several times and I, it did follow me from room to room a couple of times. Whoa. It does not make me uncomfortable at all. I'm completely comfortable with it. Um, it definitely felt like it was just like, you're new. <laughs> Checking you, know? you out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the other thing, it, every now and then I've smelled cigarette smoke that I cannot account for any other way. Mm-hmm. And when I say, hey, not cool. We don't smoke in this house. It goes away. <laughs> Wow. Almost, almost immediately. It just like, like you go from being able to smell it to it being gone. And it's just like, uh, hello, reminder. We talked about (laughs) the cigarette smoke. The cologne is fine. No cigarette smoke. Do you know anything about the history of your house? Um, nothing specific. Um, I probably should. I know that the girl who lived here before I did said that she had a couple of times that she felt like she was being watched. Mm-hmm. which is really interesting because I have not, I mean, I was, I moved back to my hometown for this house. <laughs> I literally moved back here because I <laughs> fell in love with this house. Yeah. Um, and I, from the first night I spent in this house, I was a hundred percent comfortable turning off the lights and walking through the house in the dark by myself, mm-hmm. which I don't know about y'all, but like, that's not, I mean, even, even in my parents' house where I lived longer than I've lived anywhere else, Mm-hmm. I still like if I'm gonna turn off the light and run to my bedroom, I'm gonna like <laughs> I'm gonna move it. Like I may not, yeah, yeah. Run, but I'm gonna be like moving with a purpose. <laughs> I do that everywhere I go. <laughs> yeah, walk through the house in the dark. In this house, it has never bothered me. Like, I wonder, if, I wonder if part of you feels this comfort that you don't really know. I mean, like just because he's there, maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it's just. Yeah, I literally instantly, um, a, a friend of mine actually shared this listing just because she thought it was a cute house. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I didn't know when I clicked on it that it was in my hometown. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, my God, that's my house. I love that house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And wow. I mean, I called my mom. I saw it on, I saw it on like a Saturday and I spent a solid 24 hours going, I swear to God, I was never moving back to that town. (laughs) (laughs) And then Sunday I called my mom and I was like, I need you to go look at a house for me. She's like, where? I'm like, there. She's like, you swore you were never moving back to this town. (laughs) So you were like pulled to the house. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I moved here. I mean, my mom's like, yeah, she loves me, but she moved here for this house. (laughs) Wow. I think that this is my theory that Whoever this man is that you're sensing and smelling, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, maybe in like your past lives, he was someone really important to you. You know, I've I I have definitely had one past life memory that I can't I can't tell you anything about it, except that it was like a when it happened, there was no question in my mind that that's what that was. Wow. When did you have this? Yeah, it was probably 10 years ago. And I was, I was work, I was actually working, I was in school. Um, but I worked on campus just doing data entry. So it's super mindless. Mm-hmm. I was working, listening to music. It was a song that triggered it. Wow. So it was just like a memory that came to you that you're like, it, I remember this, like, you know, when you, you know, if you listen to a song that like immediately reminds you of something like you can immediately yeah. see it like a movie. Yeah. It was like that, except it it wasn't my memory. Like it wasn't my current time period memory. So you don't remember anything about it? 
I remember that I remember that the song um Someone to Watch Over Me is the song. And that's what that is a hundred percent what made what like kicked it off, which is normal for me. I have music memory big time. Mm-hmm. Um it was I was instead of being me like me, mm-hmm. I was a version of me, I guess. Yeah. Sitting in kind of a like a restaurant, but it was like a like a nightclub atmosphere, but it was definitely more of a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't really tell you what the time period was, except men dressed way nicer than men dressed. Not everybody dressed way nicer. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that I had on a red dress. Wow. Interesting. But I don't, and I, I look, I was looking like, I remember hearing the song and I was just kind of in my, the memory was just like looking over this room and seeing the, a person that I recognized and that just, that that's it. Wow. It was just so cool. Just like I said, just like a, just like a normal memory, except Mm -hmm. I know that's not from my lifetime. Mm Kind of low key mad. You've never told me this before, (laughs) (laughs) but I'll forgive you. Um, Would you? So, I mean, I definitely, I mean, maybe that's exactly what that is. Maybe that's a past life connection. Mm -hmm. It just, I mean, it's very laid back. It doesn't, like I said, it's never, I've never felt uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, even during like certain times, no. I just feel like that's what I would think about. <laughs> no, you know what? I honestly, I never even thought about it. I, I've never felt uncomfortable in this house that's at all. Amazing, that house is that's like the really perfect good. fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, it's like destiny, like yeah. destined to be yours. To, that, that's definitely how it seems. And in fact, mm-hmm. I didn't know this. Um, it looks like a house that my great grandmother lived in. That my mom, like. I don't know if she ever lived there. I know they lived in in the same town, but the front of it looks like my granny's house. That's wow. so cool. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a my I've I constantly do things that make note like she died when I was four or five. And my favorite flower is her favorite flower. Um like I do um what is it that my mom told me? Oh, I like molasses on my biscuits. And that's something my granny did. Oh, just weird a- stuff. Like weird. Yeah. Like for some reason, I seem to have some connection to her. When my mom said, "Yeah, this so your house looks like Granny's house," it's like, well, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Which oh. I, I've never even seen that house. It's the I- house is literally not there anymore, if I remember correctly. I feel like you of all people. I mean, I definitely want to, but you need to go do a past life regression session. With somebody. I, yeah. I've thought about it. Um, I get a little weird about stuff like, like that and like hypnosis and stuff like that. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not sure how comfortable I am with somebody poking in my brain. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, maybe I've seen Stir of Echoes one too many times. <laughs> I thought you were yeah. going to say, get out. <laughs> no. no. And I'm sure, Caroline, have you seen Stir of Echoes? No. You know I haven't. I am not a movie person. <laughs> I'm not a movie person either. <laughs> Great, guys. Okay, well, in case anybody's interested, Stir of Echoes is probably circa uh, 2002. Okay, so no. seven. <laughs> 2000, maybe. It's Kevin Bacon, and it's hypnosis-induced haunting. Oh, I don't like the sound of that. I, I will probably watch that, actually. You should watch it. It's a great movie. And, I mean, how can you go wrong with Kevin Bacon? He's oh, great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Will you message me right now in t- the name of that so I don't forget it because I will? Yes. My husband <laughs> actually um, bought me – well, we never went through with it because 2020. But my birthday last year, he was going to do, like, a past life regression session. We were going to do it together um, cool. just to kind of see, like, where we both were. In our past lives. We just never did it because quarantine, but hopefully we will one day. Um, I love that as, like, we've been together. We've been together for 11 years. He's slowly starting to, like, get into get the into weird it. shit with me. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Same he's with a, my husband. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know if you're into astrology, but my husband's an Aquarius. Mm-hmm. And, like, he I should love be. Aquarius. 
<laughs> I'm so attracted to Aquarius. I was so, when you were talking about you and your husband, I was waiting for Caroline to be like, okay, wait, what's your sign? What's your mm-hmm. sign? <laughs> wait, what is your I husband's really, sign? Okay, I love astrology too. I'm glad we're talking about this. Um, <laughs> I'm really into astrology. So I'm a Cancer and my husband is actually a Leo, which typically don't really mesh. My parents um, had their 50th wedding anniversary this week. My mom is a Cancer. My dad is a Leo. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I think like we, me and my husband are still compatible. I mean, we definitely butt heads over certain things like most couples do. Um, But so I have an Aquarius moon and he has a cancer moon. So cancer moon to my cancer sun kind of complements each other. And then Leo and Aquarius are opposites. So my Aquarius moon kind of like complements his Leo sun. And then we're both Scorpio risings. So, oh, that's cool. That's super interesting. Yeah. So I think we go. And it's also interesting because a lot of people in my family are Scorpio risings. So me, my husband, my son, and both of my sisters are Scorpio risings. I think I heard you talk about that in one of your podcasts one time. Yeah. Um, What is your, what's your son's sign? He's a Pisces. Okay. Um, oh, I can I can tell a quick story about about him, and yeah. I know I have a psychic connection to him. So, <laughs> oh um, my God. Yeah, I, I yeah. So I actually um, had a dream where I met a spirit guide a couple of years ago, and it was the most like vivid, intense dream I have ever had. And it was in my old house where I spent the majority of my life, like growing up in this one particular house all of my dreams end up in this house. Um, but I was there and it was just, it was kind of, it started off a little creepy and I went to go look out the back window and like the window was open and there was this guy trying to like come in the house and I, and it was just me and my husband in the house in the dream at the time. And so I went downstairs to like, you know, see who this guy was. And then eventually we opened the door for him, even though I was hesitant. Cause I'm like, who's this guy showing up? Um, but he said he was a relative and I was like, okay. And then he like kept encouraging me to come out in the backyard with him. And so I did. And then he was basically like this angelic angel, like a, an angelic figure. And I was really drawn to him. And I'm not sure if it was like, the spirit of that would be my son Mm -hmm. currently, or if it was just like a spirit guide or really what it was, but it was like this intense connection I had with this being and they like put their arm around me and they were like, look at the stars. And then they, and then I was trying to ask them when their birthday was, because this is what I do in dreams. I'm like trying to like figure out (laughs) details. Like when's your birthday? Are you a real person? Who are you? (laughs) And the the guy wouldn't answer me. Um, I remember his eyes being like really striking to me too, like really blue striking eyes. Um, and then eventually he did answer me and he said, it's the end of February, the end of February. And I was like, okay, but he wouldn't really tell me when. And my son, when I was due with him, I was actually due in April. Um, but he was born early. He was born February 26th. Wow. <laughs> like, I just got surprised. Yeah. Like totally, you know, just, I was sitting there eating lunch and all of a sudden my water broke and I was like, yikes. Luckily he's okay. He was born six weeks early. He's totally fine. Now he spent a little time, you know, in the hospital right before COVID happened. Thankfully, you know, he was out right when COVID was like shutting everything down. So yeah. So there was just a wild situation, but I always think back to that dream, like, cause I, that dream really stuck with me and like, just the fact that he was like, oh, you know, the end of February and he was a relative and it was just like this really wonderful connection I had with this being that I'm like, I don't know what this is, but I like it. And it's like now that my son's born, it's like I kind of feel that same energy. Like I'm like, I always knew I would have a Pisces son too. Like I just always had that feeling. And when I was due in April, I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm not gonna have a Pisces son. You know, I I had no idea <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that that would happen. Wow. So, so yeah. what color eyes are your sons? Because you said so, this guy had the blue eyes. Yeah. yeah. So my son did did have blue eyes and now they're kind of changing to hazel, which mm-hmm. sometimes can happen with kids, but his eyes yeah. were blue when he was born. So 
That's yeah. so amazing. And that's such an awesome story that you're going to be able to tell him one day. I know. Oh, he's going to be so my that, little psychic so that boy. when he's 12 or 13, he can be like, <laughs> yeah, right. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. He'll be so annoyed of me. You're like, okay, it's crazy. It's fine. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm sure he'll go through that phase, but I, I have hope that he will embrace his, you know, kind of weird spiritual side like you I do. No, so. he might yeah. be one of those kids that is never like that and is always just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, cool, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you never know. So, yeah, I always think back to that. It's really kind of a cool thing. That, that is, is very an awesome cool story. Yeah, thank you. I don't have anything cool like that. <laughs> Sorry. You're going to have to go do your past life regression. That's just all there is yeah. to it. Obviously. Oh, definitely. And I mean, I will tell everybody about it once I do it. Um, I, you know, I get where you're coming from with the hypnosis and like letting someone poke at your mind, but yeah, it's kind of scary. <laughs> I think my, my draw to knowing about my past life is bigger than my fear of that. I, mm-hmm. yeah. if I were going to do it, I would do it with someone else there who yeah. was there to basically watch me and know that I'm taking care of while somebody's hypnotizing me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the idea of like Rich and I being in it together and just like taking turns doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That, mm-hmm. I, that bother me so much, but like just going on your own, I'm like, Mm-mm-mm. no, yeah. I don't. I don't have that kind of trust. Would <laughs> no, you do it, Abby? I, I would. I have looked into it before. And the only reason I haven't is because it was kind of expensive. The, the one that I was looking at to get it done, it's kind of expensive. And expensive. <laughs> and I tend to, you know, I, I think earlier that year I had gotten some kind of psychic reading, angel card reading that was already pretty expensive. So I was like, I'm going to wait a while on this past life regression thing. Um, but it's definitely something I would do. Like, I'm very curious about it, too, because I've seen videos of people getting it done. And it's it's very fascinating. Like, it just seems like they really do, like, remember things and they have this profound experience. Yeah. And that's hard for me because I have tried to meditate. I don't know if it's just... Mm-hmm. I have so much shit in my mind, but I feel like I just, I can't. So to think that it's possible for somebody else to get me to that point, mm-hmm. I'm kind of skeptical at the same time. I as yeah. Like, could someone hypnotize me to believe that I get eight solid hours of sleep every night? Could <laughs> someone hypnotize me to like, it's like put the fucking burrito down and stop eating the burritos. <laughs> that I love the burritos. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, so we, we've like reached an hour and we were going to do mm-hmm. hauntings, but I think this was such a great episode. Just like talking about our experiences. Yeah. yeah it was really interesting. Such an organic progression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to on again, maybe once we all do our past life regressions or. Yeah. Definitely. I would love or that. Or just talk about astrology. Cause Susan. You know what's mm-hmm. the other thing is, I think I'm, I think part of me doesn't necessarily want to do a regression because part of me is like. If I can have one memory on my own, I can have more than one. <laughs> like, I just sort of keep yeah. hoping something else will just, like, have that little, like. Like, we'll spark it to, yeah, yeah. to, like to have another one. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I was going to say something when you were talking about your past, uh, your, like, memory that you had. So, you know that I'm really, like, big into the idea that you can jump, you know, to oh, different. Yeah. And I just wonder if that could have possibly been, like, this glitch where you, like. Or did it feel? No, it didn't. It felt like having a memory of something that you've experienced. Just like mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't even think of a. Um, I mean, there's probably no way to explain it. Like it's. I mean, you know, it, it's any other memory that, like, when you like when you hear a song and then you can mm-hmm. immediately like put yourself into, like, into a very specific place, a very specific time. Like that song just immediately brings back that moment. It was exactly like that. It's just that I knew that that wasn't something that's happened to me since mm-hmm. I was born in mm-hmm. 1979. Like yeah. it was earlier than that. And it just like, and I just know it wasn't my memory, mm-hmm. but yet it still was. Yeah. That's it's amazing. Very interesting. And it was, it literally was just like a, I just, just kind of stopped what I was doing and sat there for a second. Like, Oh, Okay. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing that was going to happen ever. 
I hope it happens again because I want to yeah. hear about it. Um, Abby, do you want to plug your mm-hmm. social media and your podcast? Yeah, sure. So my podcast is called Portal 8 Podcast. And I do episodes, of course, about pop culture and specifically the Bachelor franchise shows. Um, But I also do paranormal episodes all about ghosts and aliens and astrology and cryptids and anything kind of, you know, mysterious. Um, So on Tuesdays, I have my my pop culture episodes. And then on Thursdays, I have the paranormal episodes. Um, And yeah, it's just it's really fun. I like being able to do two things that I'm really interested in and just making it all one podcast. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram. That's where I am the most active and post the most. Um, It's at Portal Podcast. And then on Twitter, I'm at Portal 8 Podcast. And then my podcast is available on all the major podcast platforms. Um, And then real quick, I'll tell you all what the name means, what Portal 8 means. So um, because not a lot of people know and some people don't even realize that it's Portal 8, you know, Um, but I chose the eight because of the eighth house in astrology is kind of the house of like Scorpio. It's associated with Scorpio and it's mystery house of mystery you know hidden hidden things just like investigative sort of vibes with it um and then portal is just like a creepy doorway (laughs) (laughs) a mysterious thing that sucks you in and I feel like I'm very drawn to the paranormal and kind of the occult topics and I'm also very sucked in and drawn to the reality television world so (laughs) It's perfect. It's a mix of both it. worlds. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I'm so happy yeah. that we had you on. Um, Thank you. Talk to you. Yep. Thank Everybody you. go listen to Portal 8. And um, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. It was so nice to meet you both. You too. You too. Bye, Abby. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for the continued support. Please find and follow us at Wild and Woke Pod on Instagram and Twitter. We have a great page on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. If you're looking for bonus content, early episode releases, and free merch, find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. If you have any weird, creepy, or wow, I can't believe this fucking happened to me moments, please reach out because we want to share them at podcast at gmail.com. And remember, all stories start somewhere. Be wild. Stay woke and question everything.